The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hey, this is Big Sexy Kevin Nash, and you're listening to The Rough House. The opinions expressed in The Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast courtesy of the Realm Network here at the Rough House where black people and white people watch wrestling and Hispanic people too and all people. Hi, everybody. Hey, guys. How are you? Rough House Podcast back with you recording bright and early on a Sunday morning. Uh, sorry about the lateness. Sorry. 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 Yeah. Uh, we're Canadian level of sorry. There's a politeness yes. in our sorrow. Very sorry. Um, real life, man. It, yeah. It, it, it sucks. Is, it is kicking our ass up and down the block uh, this week in general. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like if we had some dirty Saudi money, we'd be okay, but um, oh, we Jesus don't. Christ. We'll get we'll there. Be- we'll get there. Because, <laughs> okay, so so uh, congratulations on your wedding anniversary, Chris. Oh, yeah, sure. Thanks. Appreciate that. that. that that's why we did not have our stand. Well, part of why we did not have our standard Thursday record. Yeah, part of. Because uh, I ended up uh, being in New York for most of the week for my day job, mm-hmm. which I recognize sounds like fun, but... It wasn't because I was just going from client meeting to client meeting to client meeting. So I got to enjoy nothing of what like New York is. Did you get some street meat? I, I did not. No, no street Bummer. meat for me. I did go to a Shake Shack though. So that was good. Okay. That was good. All right. Um, I'm a fan of the street meat. Take that how you will. <laughs> well, uh, and, and I will and I shall. Uh, but uh, you got hit with uh, what? 1350, 1450? What was it? Uh, let's see. I got, a, I got the bullshit right here. Yeah. Um, well, it was uh, 13, 16, 20, 13, and 27 cents. One, three, yeah. 16. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Well, hey, it's okay. I got a $50 uh, oh. rebate coupon for, for a Visa prepaid uh, card for $500 or more. It's bullshit. I should have gotten two of these because I spent uh, $1,300 um, there. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. it is, is what it is. Yeah. I had the fun... The fun thing happened to me the other day when I drove to work mm-hmm. and I couldn't put my car into park. <laughs> it, it was a driver. That's not good. That's driver very neutral. bad. Driver neutral is pretty much what I was stuck with. It wouldn't it wouldn't go up there. Um, I tried, you know, turning it off, turning it back on, which, you know, is, hey, is, uh, is, I works in, for IT. Yeah, I was going to say, I was in IT support for years. It fixed most things. It fixed most things. It did not fix this. It ended up being I needed a, a new uh, shifter bracket, shifter uh, lever, gear shift, and interlock solenoid uh, in the housing um, for shifter in there at least that's what they told me i needed yes. but uh it's been working so there's that um and then not knowing how much all that was going to be when i dropped it off it's like oh well i need an oil change at 150,000 mile maintenance on there too might as well do those yeah, so yeah everything uh i didn't check off all the boxes had i known yeah. <laughs> the ridiculousness that i would have had well i was gonna have to pay out was um that much i would have uh, foregone the oil change for another uh, couple hundred miles maybe yeah, uh yeah. yeah it was it was a it was a whole thing i dropped it off on tuesday morning cuz that's when i got to work in a wooden park and then i had to like legitimately had somebody come out of the office and sit in there while it was in neutral so i could push my large suv out of the spot oh, Jesus. i couldn't get it into reverse <laughs> and i had already pulled into a spot so i had to push it out 
um, and then oh, drove it right to the, uh, the place. And I'm kind of fucked in many ways. One, because um, my credit cards, both of both of which are maxed out. So I knew mm -hmm. that couldn't help. So I do have a credit card with uh, Merchants and NTB. So mm -hmm. I knew I had to take it to one of those. Luckily, there's one right down the street. Yeah. Um, but I'm kind of stuck with that's the only place I can go to get any uh, substantial work done on the car because, you know, that's the only uh, type of credit I have right now because my life is a is, is a stack of bills and depression. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I, I ended up taking it there. And then when I went to pick it up, I had to call and um, have the credit line increased. But mm -hmm. I couldn't do that because I couldn't unfreeze my Equifax credit report because I had frozen. Oh, them. I had frozen no. all three of them last year. When yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did that also when the data breach and I never unfrozen them because I, yeah. you know, I'm not getting a house or anything at this point in my life. Um, So I was just like, yeah, fucking keep them frozen. But the Equifax, I tried to do it online and I couldn't remember my pin number. So I said, oh, email no. me email me the thing to reset it and the fuckers never emailed it to me so of course that was the one that they ran right that right couldn't, yeah. couldn't do it so then i had to hang up with the uh the bank that holds the card of uh ntb was citibank i think and then i had to call equifax and deal with all that bullshit um and then have them unfreeze it uh, and then it says well it could take an hour to unfreeze meanwhile this is the evening of my anniversary and i had right. to I work in Timonium and I've been driving my wife's car. So I had to drive back to White Marsh, pick her up and then take her back to Timonium so that we can pick up my car. Uh, and then oh, we ended man. up it, 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 it ate most of the evening um, and all of my um, will to live. So so, yeah, we ended oh. up just stopping and getting a, a pit beef sandwich on the way home. Very romantic. And then watched a couple episodes of Big Mouth and went to bed. It was it was a wonderful, wonderful anniversary. I'm I'm so sorry, dude. Uh, on, on, on my on my side, besides you know not being able to uh, enjoy my life. Yeah, you have pussy week. problems. What's up? Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, of course, uh, uh, everyone knows Kristoff's cat Xavier. I don't think I've talked mm -hmm. much about my cats on the air. Uh, two cats. Uh, Riley is the one I've had longer. He's uh, eight years old. Yeah, got him first, and we have a cat named Oliver. Uh, Riley uh, is. Uh, a literal garbage disposal when it comes to food. If there's <laughs> if there's leftover anything, yeah, uh, he will find it. He will eat it. Like if you leave like a pan out, he will like lick up the remnant sauce or bits of guy. Yeah. fried eggs or whatever. Um, I think he got to something he shouldn't have because uh, I woke up in the middle of the night to him vomiting, uh -huh. uh, and while cleaning that up, I discovered he had the fucking pudding shits all <laughs> over the cat box. <laughs> At least it was in the cat box. Well, that's the fun part. He got it on his foot too. Oh, so uh, so we got, got poo paw prints. Yeah, yeah, all throughout the fun. house. A great thing to discover at you know almost one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, clean up and everything meant I was up till two. Uh, and then of course, this morning he was fine and begging for breakfast like an asshole. So yeah. um, yeah, life. yeah, I think he's doing okay now. But uh, yeah, it, it's never good when you look in the box and you just see the pudding shit staring at you. Mm. And then, if that wasn't enough, Chris. But wait, uh, there's more. Yeah, uh, the world has decided uh, for you and I to do this podcast. There's nothing better to pull hilarity out of in the world of professional wrestling, quite like a journalist getting murdered by a government <laughs> and us having to wring our hands over to whether or not the biggest company, excuse me, biggest professional wrestling company in the world should do an event in that country. Yeah, this is this is the world we. This is 2018, yeah. man. This yeah, is where we this, are. Right this is now. gonna be full of hahas. I can't wait. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's it's not a great situation right now yeah. um, uh, in uh, terms of what's happening with the WWE. The fact that. There are uh, U.S. senators uh, yes. calling for World Wrestling Entertainment to cancel a show in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. That's a kind of surreal sentence and, and headline to read. Right. Um, regardless of it being 2018, where everything is upside down and bonkers and batshit crazy, nothing should surprise me. It surprised I mean, me. We we live in a point where Linda McMahon is part the of cabinet the cabinet, yeah. and a WWE <laughs> Hall of Famer is the commander in chief. Uh, I, and I feel like the Saudi Arabia thing isn't going away. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, hey, if you want to learn more about it, A, Google it. B, don't listen to us wrestling enthusiasts try to explain what's going on politically. I just know a journalist for the Washington Post got killed. Now, granted, 
that might have delighted our leader, but yeah, fake news. But fact is, journalists got killed. Shit's probably going to go down between the U.S. and Saudi Arabia, and uh, WWE has found themselves in a very awkward situation. Yeah, do they one uh, turn down uh, what's reported to be a sh- metric shit ton of dirty Saudi oil money? Yeah. Um, or do they continue as is and just kind of, kind of not address you, you? You can't address it, right? Like there's like, right. these- like I, I don't know what you do. I mean, th- and it's clear it's a lot of money. This, this is the money that brought Brock Lesnar back. This is the money that pulled mm. Shawn Michaels out of nine mm. years of retirement. Mm. This, this is the money that basically made them put on an entire an entire women's only pay per view as a make good. This yeah. is this is some serious fucking money. Yeah. This is money that a guy is abdicating his role as a mayor for a week to handle. Like, yeah, if I'm if I'm Glenn Jacobs, okay, yeah. I'm just elected mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Yes. Okay, and uh, I think he he ran as a libertarian, or was he a, a Republican libertarian? He, or he, he was, I believe, he was running under the the Republican Party, but he okay. is a libertarian. Yes. So if I'm him. I am a little like, guys, are you, are you sure you guys want to go through with this? I mean, I'll do it. I'll do it. But I really don't want to do it. Yeah. But he's, he's a company man. But at this point, what what are the benefits of being a company man for WWE to, uh, you know, um, being a proper mayor of a metropolitan city in Los Estados Unidos? Uh, I'm yeah. not sure. How to, how to outweigh those things. I'm not Glenn Jacobs. I am sitting in a one-bedroom apartment in Baltimore County uh, surrounded by uh, pop finals and a cat. Um, yeah. So I, I really have no experience in such things. Um, but I'm a little uneasy if I'm Glenn because, you know, if he – if and when he runs for re-election, if I'm running against him – Oh, yeah. Um, that Saudi is, oil money is going to yeah. fuck you. I mean this – is, uh, This is something I go to right off the bat. It's not a good look for anybody involved aside right. for whoever is counting the, uh, the ducats in Vince McMahon's uh, bank account. The thing that is so interesting to me is I, I got to thinking about this because I, I – as as I often find myself in stories of this magnitude, I try to explain it uh, to my wife as she has no understanding of professional wrestling. And it's, yeah. it's, it's a lot better to get a gauge of what does the outside world think sure. of this? Yeah. And uh, her response was, that's the craziest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> and and my realization is if, so. if this were the NFL, if this was MLB, if this was even NASCAR, I mean, NASCAR would never go to Saudi Arabia, but still NASCAR or, or NHL. It would be done. It would be a non-factor. It would be immediately, yeah, we're not going there. But in the case of WWE, they're just kind of going, that money, though. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, that it's, money. it's a carny industry uh, yeah. to begin to begin with. So, you know, pro wrestling, as much as it wants to uh, be sports entertainment and be this, you know, mainstream thing. Uh, and to a degree it is, but it's not mainstream to the level of an NFL or an MLB or something like that. Although right. a billion dollar deal from Fox might counter that argument. However, yeah. you know, it, it's really not held to the same standard. So I feel like. Um, for some people, especially those people who have been in the business for a really long time, I'm sure Michael Hayes has zero fucking issue with this whole thing. Oh, of course not. Of course not. For for the generations of uh, pre-existing wrestlers, not the modern generation of wrestler, uh, it, it's a money business. You yeah. you go wherever. You, I mean, you, you know, you think about uh, over the de- over the decades, you have things like the the Yakuza being involved in Japanese professional wrestling. You have uh, Bruiser Brody getting murdered in Puerto Rico yeah. and wrestlers still going there. You have the weirdness of like Nigerian professional wrestling where uh, it's definitely blood money that is financing these dudes getting massive paydays to come out and wrestle like random local untrained dudes. I didn't uh, know about Nigerian pro wrestling. This is news uh, to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there's a guy named Power who's like the guy um uh mick foley tells a story or two about him in his book and uh colt his name uh, is power well it's his gimmick name yes okay all right um i was gonna uh, say it's a bold statement from somebody's parents you you're gonna be something your name's power colt cabana had uh luke gallows and i forget uh domino that's who it was um 
had them on his show once and they talked about wrestling in Nigeria. Like Deuce and Domino Domino? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. I, I forget what his indie gimmick name is, but I just know he was Domino. Um, but he had them on and they talked about wrestling in Nigeria. And it's literally like you get paid a shit ton of money to job to this guy who's definitely mobbed up in in the government. Okay, and fun. uh that's how wrestling has been for forever. This idea yeah. of, oh, there's money. Well, that's where I'm going. Yeah. And now you have a more aware generation of professional wrestlers. Like I have no doubt Sami Zayn is on the sidelines right now. Oh, sort man. of like losing his shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he if... didn't already, because he didn't oh, go, no, he already was. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm sure if a David Starr was in WWE, he would be uh, very outspoken about it because he's very, uh, very outspoken with his political views as well. Uh, infinitely so. And and the, the thing is, the WWE is a business is presenting yeah. themselves now as much more uh, outgoing and corporately friendly than they ever were. Like they've they've tried very, very hard to sand down all the edges and this whole deal is such a throwback in terms of pure carny bullshit yeah. that it's like, this is where the rubber has to meet the road for them. If they're really saying we're not who we were, I would think they got to plan a new show full stop. Yeah. I mean, you can have all the, you know, we're fighting childhood cancer and we're fighting breast cancer and we're, we're doing all these great public things. We're having an all women's show. You can have all those things, but the sum of those are not equal to dirty Saudi oil money. Right. Uh, that's coming in. And, you know, I had, I had a, a, an issue with the show, uh, you know, go back and listen to it the first time they did yeah. it. Now it's like three times as worse with this whole um, situation with the yeah. reporter that has still not been seen since he entered the consulate or whatever. Right, right. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not looking good um, at all for anybody involved. But the, yeah. the whole, you know, the politics behind it aside. Um, what's the, the thing? Well, I don't want to say I have as big a problem with, but almost as big a problem with mm -hmm. is, is the heartbreak kid breaking my heart, man. It's <laughs> like I, I, it, it had been rumored for a while. Yes, it's bad they're taking money from somebody who probably murdered a journalist. But Look. Shawn Michaels broke his retirement for Look, it. It's, it's a couple steps down, but it's still <laughs> a couple steps down. Um, it's just it's just really disappointing to me. And look, I'm not saying that if I were Michael Hickenbottom, one, I would change my name to Shawn Michaels because Hickenbottom's a terrible last name. This is coming from a guy with a last name like a lot. Um, but I, I can't say I wouldn't take the money because I'm not in that position. Right. I'm not sure. You know, he seems like a pretty res fiscally responsible fellow. I'm not sure the Hickenbottoms need an extra. How, how much do you think he's getting out of this? One, two mil clean? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not entirely sure how the money breaks down for a show like that. I mean, I, I you know, they said uh, Kane was not being paid. He was there was a donation of a hundred thousand okay. dollars being given to Knoxville or, or wherever he's well, that's, that's his yeah. out. That's right. his out. Right. But that makes me wonder, is that actually the payday? Is is Shawn Michaels doing this for a hundred G's? That feels low. That feels really low for him to come out of retirement. Right. Uh, and again, you know, maybe he has, you know, maybe he has an addiction to buying ornate crucifixes or something. I don't yeah, know yeah. what, you know, <laughs> what his financial situation is. And I don't I know how much money he blew through when he was pilled up, you know? Well. Yeah, that's true. But he still has a Legends deal and he pops up and he gets paid for all that stuff, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sure the stuff he's done down at the PC, he's getting compensated for. Um, but but still, you know, I, I just want to imagine a barn where he, I'm sure he has some ranch in Texas or some shit. Um, I just want to imagine a barn with like really ornate gold crusted crucifixes <laughs> all over the place. Like Bleeding Gums Murphy blew all his money on Fabergé eggs. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so Michael blew it all on ornate crucifixes just to make up for the, the match against God. That, uh, that <laughs> oh my god i forgot if that sean had a match where god was his tag partner yeah um, so so yeah i'm gonna I mean, go down a youtube rabbit hole later of the the promos where vince is talking shit to god uh, okay so so yeah <laughs> I, I can't say if i was sean michaels i wouldn't do it but the fact that he's held out for so long right um, and turned down dream match after dream match after dream match it's just really disappointing to have him come back one now two with this whole saudi thing and three 
for a 2018 version of DX against The Undertaker and Kane? Like that? Yeah, I don't know who this is for. I mean, King, uh, blah, 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 blah. Well, I, I, I understand that. That's who I it's mean, for. Like if, the dude if, won a Yokozuna. That, no doubt. No doubt. But it's just like on Monday night, watching Sean and Triple H try to run that back, there, there are a few things sadder than when old dudes try to recapture their youth. Mm-hmm. And and watching them, I mean, the, the whole idea behind the Degeneration X characters is they're young and they're brash. And anti-authority. Triple yeah. H is, is the, authority. the authority. Literally. Yes. Literally. Like, I mean, I don't get why it can't just be Shawn Michaels and Triple H, you know, uh, uh, but besides, you know, the, the T-shirt. The t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, it is the T-shirts. That's, that's yeah. exactly why. Yeah, it, it, this was the pro wrestling promo equivalent on Monday as, you know, the 45 year old buying a Corvette. Uh, you yeah, know, that, that's yeah. exactly what it was. And it was a little sad to watch. And Sean, you, did you see that? Like the, the photos, he looks dead inside. Like he does. He has, he has dead eye, both dead eyes, not just one this time. Yeah, yeah. Both, both, both are looking rough. Both of them are checked out. One's well, at least he got one looking at each camera. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> he never needs to know which one's the hard cam. He's always looking at it. He's always always looking at one of them. But uh, yeah, it's it's just it's it's a disappointment. And then you know the further you know rumors and scuttlebutt coming around that he's going to be sticking around now and doing the part timer schedule like a Triple H, but not going against the uh, the the full-time roster he's going to be doing right. these these part-time matches like triple h and taker have been doing and that that even pisses me off even more because all those matches that he's going to be doing are matches that we've already seen when the people were more in their prime than they are now i don't want to see Shawn michaels and kurt angle in 2018 i want to see Shawn, if i'm if Shawn michaels is going to wrestle and it looks like that's how it's going to be i want to see him against daniel bryan i want to see him against aj styles i want to see him against seth rollins like there, mm-hmm. there are people that he has never faced before um that that are these dream matches that it looks like they're not going to do, which just adds another level of pissing me off. They just keep punching me in the dick, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, at least they're punching you in the dick and not murdering you or leaving you for dead, which, you know, could, <laughs> could be a thing that happens these days. Um, at this point, I may welcome it. <laughs> Touche. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's so strange. It's so weird. I get it. They're, they're chasing their money. And I, I, I guess the thing that is so frustrating is you have these shows now, you know, between the Australia show and this show, um, and I'm sure there are probably more that are in the works where it's this idea of uh, we're putting the WWE in front of the biggest crowds we've ever had across the world. And as opposed to using them as launching pads, and, and, and I know it's a broken record scenario, especially from us fine folks on the internet purchase microphones, but instead of <laughs> giving the opportunity to the current and next generations to yeah. truly make something of themselves that they are being held to the side or, or made, you know, a sideshow to these, you know, legends matches. It's, it, 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 it it's like, as if, um, you know, the PGA has a seniors tour. Yeah. And, and, and this is a guy who barely knows golf, but I'm just saying it, it's like you're interrupting the middle of a tournament to have the seniors tour play through. And right. it, it's like on one hand, yeah, you're going to get people to come out and watch it. But on the other, like what, what's even, what's even the point of that? This was a company that made fun of WCW I know. for years upon years about not letting guys go away. And the huckster and the nacho man. Yeah. Shawn Michaels. Uh, Undertaker, Triple H are now 10 plus years older older than Hogan and Savage were then. Yeah, I know. And Graham, yeah. Sean looks like he's in pretty good shape. I mean, I don't know if that's ring shape, but he, you know, he he, he looks okay. For but... a guy who's in his mid-50s, he looks fantastic. He does, he does. But, like, you know, again, looking in shape and being in ring shape are two different things from everything that we've heard from actual pro wrestlers, of which yeah. we are not. But, mm-hmm. you know, Triple H, you know, has has put on a couple of really good matches over the past couple of years, and he's kind of been the one to do it right. He's put over Seth Rollins. He put over Roman Reigns. Um, he put over Ronda Rousey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's been, and I think, you know, part of it is because he's the COO and wants to see these make new stars and see these people succeed that he kind of wants a hand in that. And that's fine. Right. You know, as long as, you know, you know, you're not jobbing out, uh, you know, you're not beating Roman Reigns and, and, and Seth Rollins and stuff like that. But, um, and he put over Daniel Bryan as well, the whole yes movement. So, you know, 
if if you are going to have these old people, use them for that reason and not to do just these old matches that we've seen that were better. I mean, you know, look, there's a chance that the second big comeback, you know, this this would be his third really, you know, run um, in, in the Fed. There's a chance that he could, you know, be amazing. He's she's the greatest of all time, in my opinion. So yeah. I, I'm not I'm not putting that out of the realm of possibility. But if he's going to be in there with the Undertaker, who looked like absolute hot fucking garbage um, at the uh, at the Melbourne show, um, I just I just can't give a fuck right now about it. And it's pissing me off because Sean's my dude. I don't know. I'm just I'm just upset, man. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. I completely understand. Shawn Michaels, you know, if I have my personal Mount Rushmore of wrestling, he's on it. He's one of the greatest of all time. And there's part of me that truly believes the way he's always been is I don't think he'd be doing this if he didn't think he couldn't perform to a certain level. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I don't know. It depends on how much money he's getting. Well, that's true. But I, I'm saying he he may be the one of those four that look good. <laughs> True. But the fact is you're still in there with two bags of farts <laughs> and you don't really have a lot you can work with there. Yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's true. It's, it's a, it's not a great situation uh, all around, but you know, this is what we got for now. What do you think the chances are that the show doesn't happen? I think the show's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen in Saudi Arabia. Um, just before we were recording, I just uh, popped on our dear pals at Reddit. And uh, apparently the information for the Crown Jewel show in terms of location and all have been wiped from the WWE.com page. Hmm. So this may change over the course of the day. As of yesterday, I know PW Insider was saying WWE was starting to plan their travel itineraries and everything. Right. Um, yeah, this, this is going to be a moving target. This, you know, by the time we record next, uh, this could be an entirely different scenario. We by could be looking at by the time you're listening to this, yeah. it could be, it's all could be moot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I, I hope, I hope that they move it at the very least. Um, I, I, I don't think this is a good situation to be in, uh, and, and to sort of put yourself in between literally an international incident isn't yeah. somewhere you want to be as a business. Uh, I have seen this on very, very small scales and it sucks. I can't imagine what it would be on this scale. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, it's, it's not, a, it's not a good look. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out. Um, you know, so for all the main roster, terrible stuff that that's happening um i will say that the the other stuff under the wwe umbrella mainly nxt and the may young classic uh has been going really well yeah um, so that's that's you know and that's that's what's making me not cancel my wwe network subscription right there with protest. you right there um, with you is because i i'm really enjoying nxt and everybody who's on the roster and the may young classic has delivered some really good matches i think far better uh than the first year infinitely better infinitely yes i am uh infinitely better than the first year i i think it's just because you have a more well excuse me well-rounded group of yeah. uh of performers you know the it all shapes sizes locations like i know that's what they were aiming for with the first may young but it was definitely a lot of well we've got like oh eight to 10 girls on the NXT roster haven't debuted yet. Let's right. debut them here. Yeah. And then also throw an international talent. This is, you know, more of a who's who. And it's really shown in, in what we've had. I mean, Mia Yim's come off like a big star and yeah. sounds like she did get signed. Um, Mako Satomura's come off huge. Uh, Io Shirai's looking incredible. Yeah. Um, Tony Storm's, Tony Storm's already there. Yeah. Ripley was really the the surprise of the tournament for me. Tegan um, Knox before Tegan Knox, yeah, alas, before, um, before she took break a leg a little too seriously. Exactly, exactly. And uh, I'm sure uh, you've been very, very happy with the return of Caitlyn, sir. I have very much so. <laughs> Her match with Mia Yim was fantastic. Yes, um, yes. And I, I really hope that uh caitlin makes a full-time comeback whether in nxt or in the main roster i think mm -hmm. you know there's no reason she could uh she sh um she couldn't just show back up on the main roster and, and fit right in um has she been announced for evolution no no not yeah. yet and That's then, you know they, there's you know steph's big announcement was like 50 women are going to be taking part so there's going to be some kind of battle royal or mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. big tag match or something um in right I, now they think about it, they probably couldn't even say if she was because she could be until the this final. week yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so, so that, that um, 
Yeah, before Mia Yim beat her. But uh, but yeah, her spear looked great. You know, she was she was she was in there and her her moves looked crisp. She looked in good shape. She looked uh you know, she looked real nice. Um so yeah, I'm I'm hoping to see her her make a comeback. Um elsewhere, the Io Shirai, man, she is uh that she did like a missile drop kick to the back of uh Ziyuk's, uh head and it was mm-hmm. horrible. Mm-hmm. And the double knees from behind. The double knees are oh. like the oh. They're full MDK every single time. Oh Murder, kill yes. every single time. Just, oh, she's a beast. That's what she is. And the thing is, you look at her and it's like, oh, she's an adorable Japanese woman like yeah. Kyrie Sane. No, she's gonna murder you and your entire family. <laughs> she has she has more of a I'm gonna murder you face than Kyrie Sane. That's true. That's Kyrie true. Sane's just a complete little adorable little thing I just want to put in my pocket. Especially uh, now that she has the treasure chest for the title. My favorite thing right now. I fucking love it. It's so outstanding. Um, because just it just fits with everything. I don't know. It's but, it's but better, she's it's like the, the Ven- spinning wheel thing. Right, right. But she's uh Yoshirai is basically the Venn diagram of the Oscar murder machine and the adorableness of Kyrie Sane. Yes. Because right down the middle. bell rings and it's pure murder. That's yeah. all it is. I know. It it, it, <laughs> it, it, it is great. It is great. Um <clears throat> so yeah, uh I will say the the her she overshot her moonsault a little bit uh in this one. Yeah. Um she nailed it like the knees flush in desire brookside's gut the first time which looked absolutely brutal yeah, like, it did. Broke her in half. um but yeah she she overshot a little bit but it still looked great um so yeah she's it's it's her and uh tony storm is that the finals uh spoiler I, alert I, I, I didn't know if we wanted evolution? to say what oh yes. too late yes <laughs> that, that is the finals evolution and it's prov- out there come on yeah well provided that um that she's given the opportunity or they're given the opportunity to do so. I think that's the match of evolution, uh, especially now that we have the weird Alexa bliss, uh, Mickey James, Lita, uh, uh, Trish, Trish Stratus. Thank you. It's like, what was her first name again? <laughs> I like it better as a tag match. I like it better as a tag match also, but it definitely takes away another one of those marquee bouts. Yes. We now have Nikki and Rhonda official. Woo-hoo. at but, least it's not brie yeah yeah <laughs> brie will be reduced to murdering half the women's roster in the battle royal she's gonna win that by a shoot that's that's how that's gonna work <laughs> fucking tony atlas in there just throwing potatoes around exactly <clears throat> you thought connor khabib looked bad last weekend here <laughs> here's fucking brie bella against 49 other women oh jesus yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be a thing but yeah um back to the the tag match you know bliss and trish on paper you know was like okay you know trish was the girl back then bliss has had a great run right here it makes a bit of sense uh in in that remark but lita and mickey james having a match really didn't make any sense yeah that that felt like it was just gonna be a goddamn mess no matter how you put it together right so so i think marrying those two matches plus with the rumor that bliss's arm still isn't 100 percent, and this mm-hmm. is kind of they're out of not having her work a full match um you know i think it still could be really good um so you know trish Looked really good in the rumble when she came back. Lita, you know, as long as she gets that full rotation on that moonsault and doesn't always break her the neck. Part. Always <laughs> the ring. part. But then again, that wasn't just there. She used to do that back in the day, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rotation. Her moonsaults always were just like, <sighs> it depends how the wind caught the pants at the time of the flip. <laughs> They're not very aerodynamic. Yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. She, she never she never did the, the old nautical thing. She should have gone up to the top rope, licked her finger. Held yeah. it up to the yeah, sky. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's how I need to do the moons all this time. <laughs> uh, what else do we have for for evolution? Is that pretty much it right now? Oh, uh, Baszler and Kyrie Sane with yeah. the rematch, which I think should be great too. Yeah, fingers um, crossed on that one. Maybe um, maybe there's some uh, four horsemen, four horsewomen um, shenanigans with that the title off of Sane and back onto to Baszler and putting them four together. Um, you know, maybe the other two, maybe Marina Shafir and um, uh, the other one. Um, Marina Shafir and uh, everybody's yelling at us right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, the other one, Mrs. Roddy. <laughs> the <laughs> God damn it! I don't know. Whatever. Maybe they have matches. Jessica maybe Duke. In- That's her name. Duke. Yes. Uh, <laughs> good. Good pull. Maybe maybe they have a, uh, a match or maybe they're in the uh, battle royal or something. I don't know. It seems like with only we're under a month away, the card hasn't really been flushed out a lot. Yeah, two weeks from today. 
Is it two weeks? Ago? Oh, damn. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's right. That's before the, uh, it's before the Saudi shit show. Yes. Uh, just a few days before and, uh, well, provided it's still going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to see what happens. Yeah. I mean, who knows? You know, there, there could be no better way to celebrate the evolution of women's pro wrestling than by having Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns main event. Yep. That's where we are. Um, so would you, uh, you caught up on the NXT? I am that goddamn three-way, sir. Yeah, man, that was, that was, that was uh, some good stuff. That really built into some fun, uh, some fun goodness. Yeah. For those who missed it, it was a uh, triple threat for the uh, NXT US title. North American. Oh, sorry. North American title. I, I yeah. keep wanting to call it US because that's, a, that's the standard way that they Covers do that. Canada and Mexico too here, buddy. Okay. Yeah. Even though it's a dude from Kentucky. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Richard O'Shea threw down with Adam Cole and <laughs> done and uh yeah uh it, it was everything you wanted it to be uh yeah, yeah. The, the only complaint i had was the finish yes i know we got to build to the main event of takeover because it sounds like we're gonna get a, a nice triple threat uh war games match out of this but um yeah i i, I wanted something a little a little more definitive that's me that's well me. i mean you know it was, a, it was a solid defense. What did you what did you what did you want? Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I I also feel like and and this is just me being a shithead. When you have <laughs> when you have a, a high caliber match on TV, yeah, you're still a high caliber high caliber match on TV. It it's not you know the the prestige of having it on the takeover or the pay per view or etc. Like it, it 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 automatically drops down a little bit. Probably because full sale sucks. Uh, and well, <laughs> yes and no. I mean, <clears throat> there have been a number of TV matches that really stood out over the past year. Um, yeah. The Dream and Gargano match being one of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, you had the the first meeting of Ricochet and Dunn that was spoiled by the Undisputed Era that was that was outstanding until the finish. Um, and I like the fact that in this triple threat, the Undisputed Era, the rest of them um, did not get involved. They left, left Adam Cole out there alone, yeah. and uh, you know, all three of those guys did some crazy things. And I was talking with, uh, with my buddy Mark about the, um, the, the weird physics behind doing double moves. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so like Ricochet doing the double single, double single leg crabs on, mm -hmm. um, on Dunn and Cole, and then doing the double top rope Rana. Yeah. The physics behind it aren't really there. Um, and also R Rousey did a double arm bar uh, at the uh, Australia show last week. A lot did. of those things, um, you know, the, the crab didn't look as bad, but the, you know, you really got to suspend some disbelief uh, to, for a double top rope Rana. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it it, it, it's definitely a little fan servicey in that regard. Yeah. Which... Some are Jim Cornette is punching a wall. At this point, Jim Cornette punches a wall because it's Monday. Like he just <laughs> he punches a wall just because there's a wall there. Um, but uh, I, I would actually go so far as to say that triple threat was the better triple threat of the week, uh, you know, to bounce into New Japan for a second. I, I don't know if you caught the Kenny, Cody and uh, Coda three way. Easy for that to say uh, from King of Pro Wrestling on Monday, but it was quite good. But I definitely thought the NXT match outclassed it, which is not something I typically say about a New Japan main event. Well, I mean, <clears throat> with that, from and this is all from what I've heard about uh, people talking about the match, you know, you have Kenny Omega and Kota Bushi in there who are, you know, two of the best in the world right mm -hmm. now. And, mm -hmm. and then you have Cody, and I love Cody Rhodes, um, but he's not quite at the level in ring performance. -wise. He's a completely different style he's, of worker he is he is um and but the you know the disparity there meanwhile you had dunn ricochet and cole who are all very very good and mostly on equal uh footing in there mm -hmm. and it seemed a little more evenly weighed than the one in new japan and again i haven't watched it and i heard cody did a hell of a fucking job he did but, he, did a, he did a very good job asterisk for him <laughs> like that and, and, and that's really just what it boils down to and, and 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 i'm a guy who has grown to really enjoy cody quite a bit over the past two years or so um he's not in that tier of yeah. of worker he yeah. he's he's a smarter worker he's not in the, it, it, it's basically and and i don't want to necessarily damn cody or the miz by saying this but it's like he's kind of like the miz versus say a daniel bryan in in 
uh, Kenny Omega or Kota Ibushi, where it's like some guys work smart, some guys yeah. work super hard. Cody's a smarter worker than he is a hard worker. If that if that makes yeah. sense, yeah, yeah. And, and Cody's uh, personality and uh, and character work is a notch above. Um, you know that takes precedence over the in ring. And th- again, this isn't yeah. uh, you know saying anything bad about Cody because I fucking love me some Cody. But yeah. you know, it's it, different strokes. Kind of so- it is. Some people play rhythm guitar. Some people play lead guitar. And, and that's <laughs> to, to mix up analogies here. You know, some people are, are very, very technically gifted. Some people are very flashy. You know, it's just what it is. That's, that's not to say player couldn't play lead. Oh, I mean, sure. Sure. A lot of times you'll see James Hetfield play some of the leads in uh, in Metallica songs live because, you know, Hetfield is a crazy good rhythm guitarist if you think about you know the complexity of metallica songs especially the first four records oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Able to play rhythm in those live and sing simultaneously and keep the crowd engaged hetfield's a fucking beast um yeah. so you know and to see him bust out the leads one it gives hammett a break um and two you know it's just it adds more oomph behind kirk hammett or uh, james hetfield yeah. and i just transition into metallica but hey you know that's what i yeah do. yeah so what we're trying to say is kurt angles lars ulrich that's really what <laughs> did i completely lose the plot there is that no, you're not no, you're not, okay. you're not really okay. wrong the conquistador they, they both have that thousand mile stare in their eyes and probably have had multiple concussions, oh, man. Yeah. Lars is a little more insufferable personality wise than Kurt Angle. <laughs> Kurt Angle's just a little vacant. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Lars is kind of overflowing with obnoxiousness. <laughs> Kurt Angle's gone full dumb dad at this point, which I find incredibly amusing. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think of the, uh, the conquistador uh, return um, for, for Kurt Angle on raw? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll just preface this by saying, hey, that World Cup's looking great for just being filled with a bunch of white dudes. Some yeah. work, everybody. A lot, a lot of them. <laughs> see, that's that's a, why are you going to call it a World Cup if it's more than half Americans? Well, hey, good news on SmackDown this week. We get Rey Mysterio against Shinsuke Nakamura to find the ethnicity to put into the tournament. <laughs> Who's the one non-white dude we want to put in here? Exactly. Is it going to be the US title we uh, title title holder we've done absolutely nothing with since he's won the title? Or is it going to be the returning five foot four luchador that is over as fuck? Oh, gee, I wonder who's going to win that one. Um, <clears throat> well, it is SmackDown, so oh fuck you, Brian James. No, yeah, this yeah. this has to. If you if you bring back Rey Mysterio to have him lose, uh, fuck you, because uh, that's not a good way to introduce him, reintroduce him on SmackDown one thousand. He has to win this match. Does he? Yes. Does he? Yes. Plus, if I'm, you know, King blah, 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 whatever his name is in the kingdom, I'm saying I want Rey Mysterio uh, and not so much Shinsuke Nakamura. They could just say Shinsuke's Yokozuna. He just dropped a shit ton of weight. <laughs> they could I'm probably get away with that. I'm surprised he didn't take one of the Usos and threw him into some sumo gear. <laughs> <laughs> Yokozuna was Samoan, so I don't know. According to uh, according to Total Divas episode of the prior week, uh, Jimmy John is on has been on a diet and cut a lot of weight, so it couldn't have been him. Maybe ah, it was okay. the other one that could have done it. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> we're bouncing around everywhere, uh, but that's okay. When do we not? Yeah, that's uh, true. Uh, SmackDown. I, I, okay, I, I, will, I will just say about the the Kurt Angle can can oh, yeah. the door, but it was fun. It was silly, you know. Uh, I, I, I do always, ever since the Dean Malenko sequel play days, uh, pop for when some guy's in a full body costume and wins a battle royal, and then it's yeah. like, oh shit, it's whoever. So and so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I always pop for that. It worked for me for fucking Flip Gordon at all in. It worked for yep. me here. So it's true. Uh, it's, true. it's fun. It's a yeah. tried and true trope, but it, it doesn't happen often enough to be really tired. So exactly. You know. Exactly. Now, that being said, Kurt Angle uh, going on social media later and talking about how he's going to get Randy in the suit with his wife later. That I didn't need to know that, Kurt. I'm good. Oh, I didn't catch that. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're real lucky on that one. Oh. Yeah, Imagine that's... having that vacant stare looking down at you pounding away. Oh no, I don't want to do that. Don't make me do that. That sounds that sounds very uncomfortable. Like the backseat of a Volkswagen. Um, so SmackDown one thousand uh, this this week. Uh, you know we're gonna have an evolution reunion. Um, so you know Batista, big, big Dave coming back. Big Dave coming back. You know maybe I he'll bet Rick's up. gonna cry. <laughs> 
why wouldn't he? That's what he does. Um, we have Rey Mysterio coming back. Uh, Vicky Guerrero coming yeah. back, which I always pop for. I'm, I'm a huge mark for Vicky. Um, and then uh, did Tori I say Wilson? Tori Wilson, Taker, probably Michelle McCool for whatever fucking reason, maybe. I don't know. God, if they give her a fucking match at Evolution, I'm just going to fucking not care about it. <laughs> Just not going to care about it. There, there, there you have yeah. it. It, it should, that match. It's it done. should be. It should be a fun show, though. Um, you know, it's down in DC. I looked at tickets a couple weeks ago, and it was all resellers for like you know nosebleeds for eighty bucks. And I was like, nope, sorry, not, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not going to happen. I, it, it, this could be the rare occurrence of a sold out SmackDown. So uh, yeah, hey, good true for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what else they've got planned for the show. Um, I mean, it's cool that Ray's going to come back, and I think. Ray versus Nakamura should be a lot of fun. Sure. Uh, so, you know, it'd be cool to see something that unique. But beyond that, I don't really know what, what the long-term idea for the evening is going to be. Like, it's going to be weird for Randy Orton, who's now, like, you know, psychopath heel, to be hanging out with the Evolution guys again. Yeah, that's that should be interesting. But, you know, it is what it is. And big ups to Big Show, who yeah. uh, is the only person to be on the first episode of SmackDown and the 1,000th episode of SmackDown. Good for him. Yeah, well, you know, right now so far. Well, yeah, there's a well, I mean, he's he should maybe not in the ring, but yeah, I, I should be there. I would not be surprised if we got like a video message from Dwayne Johnson, unless of course his PR team decides maybe it's not a good time to associate yourself with blood money. Uh, you know, yeah. probably, probably yeah. not a great time. You know, well, the good thing about Dwayne is he's always, he's never, never forgotten where he came from. So, you know, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to, I don't think, you know, he's getting paid to do a little video message on his phone and send it to, to Titan Towers, but uh, either way, yeah, not 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 really something everybody wants to be associated with right now with this terrible, <laughs> yeah. terrible, terrible, terrible news. Um, I was going to go somewhere else, and then I forgot where I was heading. SmackDown 1000, Evolution, yeah. people popping up. I don't remember. I don't remember. I lost it. Oh, um, nope, that wasn't it. I don't know. All it right, tremendous. Happening Tuesday. Yeah, I, I, I had something, but I... I Oh, what'd you think of the last woman standing match on Monday? Or not Monday, sorry, Tuesday. Uh oh, the uh the Becky Lynch Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, they got to kick was... off the show. Yeah. Uh Charlotte got a gnarly cut on her arm from uh, Yeah, the, the spear through spear. the uh, through the Tron stage thing was fun. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. I hope they bring back the fist. That's what yes! Yes! Oh my god! I missed <laughs> that, that set that so it. bad! <laughs> when, just talking about the Tron being speared through, and that's what triggered it back in my head. Yeah, the SmackDown fist was uh, was such a great thing back in the beginning of the show. Um, it would be fun to you know, for them to fist us all on Tuesday. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I think it was, uh, I forget which one of the SmackDown games, it was one of the ones on PlayStation 2. <laughs> you could actually climb up on top of the fist. Stop, that's yeah. awesome. You can climb up on top of the fist and do like elbow drops and other dumb shit. Ah, it was the best. I love it. Did you see the, uh, they redid the original SmackDown intro with the current roster, which I yes! love. Yes, yes. Yeah. I missed that theme. I yeah. really liked that theme a lot. And uh, yeah, if they, I, I think someone on our social media said this. Uh, if they want to go back to that right now and just use that version moving forward, I'm cool with it. Absolutely. Yeah, it looked great. And it got that good nostalgia pop. Um, but yeah, Charlotte and Becky uh, was fun. You know, I, I didn't, didn't figure that would be the end of the feud. They're going to keep it going through evolution. That's another match for evolution, I believe. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. And I think Becky's working through a fucked up jaw right now. Too. Yeah, which is crazy. Uh, yeah. That sounds like a really painful thing to be working through, especially for trading forearms and, uh, and cutting speared, promos, cutting promos and getting speared through, uh, through sets, not only cutting promos, cutting really good promos too. Yes. So to have it not so good right now. Yeah. To have it not, uh, detract from your, from your talents. That's, that's really good too. So yeah, that was, that was a fun match. Um, I don't remember what else happened match wise on SmackDown. It was that, that really was the one yeah. st stuck out there. So let me ask you this, Chris, Please uh, do. In, in the current climate, mm -hmm. uh, you know, what's going on with WWE, Saudi mm -hmm. Arabia, all the fun stuff. If you're Dave Meltzer and you see a phone call from Connecticut, do you just send out the voicemail or do you think you <laughs> take it? <laughs> I think Dave would take it, um, you know, any, any kind of scoop he'd, he'd, he'd run with. I don't, uh, but 
I don't know if he, uh, you know, feeds it to somebody else. <laughs> he sends Alvarez to get it, right? Alvarez, yeah, please. Or, rates or, that murder five stars. Or it goes to, um, you know, um, Ray Felter at uh, on, on Twitter, tweets it out from there. Uh, probably not. That's terrible. Why would you even bring that up? That's terrible. <laughs> well, on. I thought, you know, what would be a hilarious out for this episode is speculating the the, the lead death of Dave Meltzer. Yep, there you go. I think he's going to be lured into a consulate in uh, somewhere in Europe. Hey, man, the- based on the news this week, it's either going to be them or New Japan. Somebody's going to kill off Big Dave. Oh, yeah. Tomatonga is going after him hard. <laughs> there you go. The, the firing squad legitimately sets up a firing squad. Yeah, Dave exactly. Meltzer. Tie him to a fucking pole and then just, just- say, Tomatonga, you want that main roster push? Here you go. Hey, if Tomatonga wants to run on a Republican uh, <laughs> ticket, <laughs> right to bear arms, baby. He's got it. Oh, Jesus Christ. From my cold, dead hands, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the Roughhouse Podcast is a weekly podcast. Follow us at Roughhouse SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J 2 1 N lowercase W capital G lowercase K capital P M lowercase L capital D N 7 lowercase C 3 lowercase R lowercase F U V Q. This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod- House, uh podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. And Marty? The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. Are you a professional wrestling manager who's looking to take his stable to the next level? Are you a Kim Chi looking for his Kamala? Are you a Bobby the Brain looking for his head shrinkers? Are you a Slick looking for his Akeem the African Dream? Parts unknown. I'm Grand Safari Master Rick Dombrowski, and I personally track down each of those gentlemen in Parts Unknown. Parts Unknown. You can charter Parts Unknown Safari Company to take you deep into the heart of the blackest jungles, most uninhabitable rainforests, or lava-stricken island wastelands. I'll find you mysterious warriors, primal cavemen, and voodoo shaman who are willing to give wrestling a try. Parts Unknown. Because everyone knows the best warriors live in Parts Unknown. Parts Unknown. Parts Unknown Safari Company is located at 4598 Walnut Creek Boulevard, directly behind the Westchester Mall, adjacent to the Bed Bath & Beyond. Remember, every Tuesday night is free hot dog night for the kids.